And I think we're off. It is 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Standard Time here in Los Angeles. It is still standard time, correct? Yes. I think until March. Um, Friday, February 3rd, 2023 A.D. I am wearing my T-shirt. Oh, the wall going up. And the wall did indeed, it was indeed going up. Wall did go up, for sure. At least according to the reports, the mainstream media is not really on Trump's side. I don't think that they would say that it was going up if it weren't. Uh, And then they said that Biden stopped the wall from going up or stopped uh, construction of the wall. So it did happen. Going to have a fun, loosey-goosey Friday show, guys. A lot to get to. Um, But first, it is Black History Month cringe. But... I have a long song to share with you. It is kind of long. It's four minutes, but it's so good. I've played it before a couple of times. This is No Temptation by Brian Wood. Enjoy. You know, when I say don't be afraid, you know what I really mean. MLK. <laughs> don't even be afraid to die. There is no temptation taking you, but such is a common man. For God is faithful, my friend, don't you know? The sovereign God is faithful. Mm-hmm. Never will he allow you to be tempted above what you are able to deal with. But every time you're tempted to sin, my friend, God will always give a way to escape. Mm-hmm. So that you can bear the trial when it comes and stand up underneath temptations. That's why you should flee from a dollar tree because God is faithful to you. Mm-hmm. You can't drink from the cup of the Lord and hold on to the demon's chalice too. You either have to drink from the cup of life or stick with the cup of death. Mm-hmm. You can have a part at the Lord's table if your seat is reserved at the demon's feast. Even Jesus taught you the same, my friend. You can only serve one master. Mm-hmm. Are you trying to arouse the Lord? Arouse the Lord to jealousy? Do you think you're stronger than him, my friend? Don't forget your history. Mm-hmm. Our forefathers were all under the cloud. They all passed through the sea. Baptized into Moses in the cloud and the sea. Don't forget your history. Mm-hmm. They all ate the same spiritual food and drank the same spiritual drink. They drank from the spiritual rock with them. The rock was Christ the King of Kings. Mm-hmm. But most of them displeased the Lord our God, so he scattered them over the desert. Now these things were written as examples to us to keep our hearts pure and just. Mm-hmm. 23,000 Israelites fell because they turned away from the Lord. 
So if you think you're standing firm, my friend, be careful that you do not fall. Mm-hmm. And some of them putting the Lord to the test. The Lord killed many with snakes. So if you think you got it made in the shade, be careful that you're not a fake. Mm-hmm. There is no temptation taking you, but such is a common man. For God is faithful, my friend, don't you know? The sovereign God is faithful. Mm-hmm. Never will you allow you to be tempted above what you were able to deal with. But every time you're tempted to sin, my friend, God will always give a way to escape. Mm-hmm. So that you can bear the trial when it comes and stand up underneath temptations. That's why you should flee from idolatry because God is faithful to you. Mm -hmm. God is faithful to you. Mm -hmm. God is faithful to you. Shout out to Brian Wood who sang No Temptation. That was from a uh, that was from a Christian punk rock album. From uh, those guys from Philadelphia, 121. Remember them? Bulletproof Records, 1998 album, When the Dragon is Finally Laid to Rest. They had this one-off guy at the end of the track. And maybe they're liberals, probably so. They had the MLK quote. Absolutely the greatest thing I ever heard, says Hassan. Yeah, nice. Right on, man. Um, That was 1 Corinthians 10 that he was... Uh, the first section of 1 Corinthians 10 that he was referencing. Is this Django Unchained? No. I should smack you. Sorry, kids. Don't smack people. <laughs> sorry, pa- sorry, parents. But thank you guys for bearing with me through that beautiful music. It was clean. Indeed. Uh, so, guys, what are we going to talk about today? I may touch on that Miami PD Black History Month cruiser. It's ridiculous that the uh, mayor unveiled. You heard about that on the JLP show if you watched it or listened. Uh, this lame, some lame black history heroes, unlike Moses. <laughs> Was Moses black? No, I don't know. Um, based Papa Biden. Did you know that Biden is a father figure? <laughs> uh, the guy breaks down. This uh, former administration chief of staff or something breaks down crying. I shouldn't be laughing, but it's sad. Um, There was a black Republican woman who was murdered in her car outside of her townhome or whatever in New Jersey. City councilman. I I almost slipped and said city councilwoman. It doesn't even sound right. A black lady killed. Was it a targeted attack? Don't know. Was she the intended target? They shot her multiple times. So that and other stuff. I do want to touch on the apartheid state that they call Israel and that necessarily is implying a a, uh, comparison to South Africa because that's a South African term, I will have you know, at least according to Wikipedia, which is my only source of information besides Commie Nonsense Network and Twitter. And, and, of course, Asmodor a little bit. But I should probably reference his, his stuff more. Uh, then my news might get more based. As might my, my voice. 
But anyway, guys, let's get right on. And you're welcome to call in with the show. AJ Gallardo original theme song of the Hake Report. Shout out to AJ Gallardo. Black on the inside. Happy Black History Month. Black people rock. So cool. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La la la. you guys doing i am fine i am wearing my oh the wall going up t-shirt which i I think i already explained at the beginning of the show pretty sure um let me keep my focus breathe through the nose straight spine and uh see if i can't find that secret place that jlp's biblical question is talking about (laughs) uh it's not fun i laugh but it's not a joke it's it's real um Let's jump right into this because I have a ton to get to plow through. And some of you guys called in uh, over the recent days and didn't get through or didn't get to speak all of your piece. So you're welcome to do it uh, today. The the Hake Report phone call-in phone number is uh, 1-888-775-3773. Nice. Do it. But here's this. uh, Miami PD... Black History Month cruiser. Uh, Big Bump sent me this, and I saw it on the Jason Lee Peterson show. Breaking 911 shows this clip 12 here. Look at this. And it's going to have music, but I quieted the music. Too black, too strong. <laughs> here it is. Look at this. It's an SUV graffitied up with communist black, his- black fists. Black Lives Matter fists, communist fists, and Africa uh, stencil thing. Man, that is ghetto. It's too busy. Too busy. And this is the mayor. I guess that's, is that the mayor? I'm told that's the mayor. Miami mayor, Miami police department unveils a new Black History Month cruiser according to Breaking 911, which is a legitimate news source. Normally, I... I didn't, hadn't heard about this because I only read Commie Nonsense Network. I didn't know it was the Miami Police Department. What in the world? So the, the Caption King tweeted, and this is just some black guy, I guess. Um, not to be confused with some black guy who's been on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. Um, this Miami mayor needs to read the room because a police cruiser with Black History Month printed on it is barbaric behavior. And he did a face palm emoji. Uh, in a black um, skin con- skin tone, I think. Uh, you know, because b- blacks, many of them hate cops and blame the cops for the black misbehavior that gets them injured, killed, you know, arrested, whatever. 
Officer Liu, Officer underscore Liu tweeted, Miami Mayor Ponzi, Ponzi is, is his first name. Ponzi Postalita Francis Suarez. Suarez just unveiled a Black History Month cruiser with images of Africa all over it. So disgusting. So disgusting. You know, although I do read Wikipedia, it is fake news. They all have, like, different black things. And it's all like this, like Joel Friday's t-shirt that I used to mock. He had this t-shirt that was uh, all black... Um, what is that? Red, green, black, something like that. Those colors of the black nationalist flag. Just hate symbol. Um, and that's so phony. It has nothing to do with black Americans. Stupid. That car just looks straight up ugly. If I were black, I would be insulted, says prisoner underscore class. Prisoner class. Yeah, I agree. Blacks hate police. What the? Yeah. I mean, they seem like they do sometimes. (laughs) Uh, Isn't that an understatement? They seem like they hate police sometimes. (sighs) Shaking my head. Let me show you one quick thing. Uh, Black History Month hero from 2022. I got this from a tip. Uh, An NPR Tweeted this out back in, it's uh, Abraham Galloway is the folder I want to show, whose who's, uh, pictures I want to show. Folder whose? Folder that which is bo- pictures I want to <laughs> show. NPR Black History Month. This is from 2022. Abraham Galloway is this uh, <sighs> impressive hero. I'm saying it with a bit of sarcasm and, and, and scrutiny. Uh, Galloway escaped enslavement in North Carolina, according to this report from NPR, National Public Radio, somewhat publicly funded, and became a Union spy during the so-called Civil War. He was one of the first so-called African Americans. They didn't call them that back then, so it's stupid, and they should never call them that. Elected to the North Carolina Senate in 1868. And I vaguely remember a little bit, reading a little bit on um, our resident historian Asmador's uh, telegram about some of these black politicians were maybe illiterate, um, certainly useful idiots, perhaps, in my opinion. I say certainly, and then I say perhaps. I know that's a, I'm contradicting myself here, but they seem like they were perhaps useful idiots self-interested, not for what's right, in my opinion. This William Stills, the Underground Railroad, 1872, I guess that's... Is that the drawing? Is that the... This is a drawing of this guy. He had a bit of a crooked face, and he was all dressed up in a suit. To me, it's... Feels like it's putting lipstick on a pig. But I have... Admit I have a southern bias right now, lately. If you, don't, if you don't notice, I have this beautiful rebel flag for the beautiful South. I feel they got railroaded and smeared and maligned falsely by the North and the unchristian people who are trying to divide this country all over again and pretend like we're one country, like talking out of both sides of their mouth. But this guy, here's a little bit more information about him. 
black history hero. This is from NPR 2022. Abraham Galloway was one of the most trusted Union spies during the so-called Civil War, the War of Northern Aggression, I'm told it was more rightfully called. But I'm sure there was some aggression from the South, right? I mean, it has to be to have a a war like that. 600,000 dead? 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 To quote Joe Biden. In 1868, he was elected to North Carolina Senate. Was uh, Was he qualified to be a senator? I don't know. Or state senate, right? Where he advocated, listen to this, for women's suffrage. In 1868, he was for women voting. And he railed against the widespread use of the N-word. Really? Way back in 1868, he was trying to push that mess? Sounds like a male feminist to me. Trying to get women voting. And this is, these are not positive things you're telling me about this man. Maybe he was a better man than they're telling me. But they're not giving me a good impression of him. You know, the NPR? Learn more about him here and... Uh, Abraham Galloway is the black, and they capitalize B in the word black, figure from the Civil War you should know about. So writes uh, NPR, heard on All Things Considered. That's a podcast with NPR. Elizabeth Blair wrote this article. And Black History Month 2022. This is a year old stuff, right? He has been compared to James Bond and Malcolm X though his name has largely been left out of history books, probably left out for a reason, because maybe he was unremarkable. Is I'm just speculating. I don't know. I could be wrong. Maybe he was a remarkable man. Abraham, I mean, I'm remarking about him, so maybe he's quite remarkable. Remarkably stupid. Sorry, kids. <laughs> Ugh. Abraham Galloway was an African-American. Fake news! He was black American. Was he very American in his values, though? Doesn't sound very American to me. But nowadays, I guess this is America. To quote that... Is that a rap song, This Is America? By Childish Gambino? It's a rap song. Shout out to the rappers. Who escaped enslavement. In other words, he st- did he steal away? So he didn't rightfully go through the proper channels as a good slave and um, earn his freedom. He escaped. Well, if he escaped, I don't know, did you earn it? You got away with it. It's the way of the world nowadays and back then, I guess. (laughs) So the way of the world back then. I don't know if that seems very honest, though. Doesn't seem very just. I bet that slave owner paid good money for him. Was the slave owner a good owner, though? I don't know, because there were good and bad slave owners, masters. Became a Union spy during the so-called Civil War and recruited black soldiers. And they're capitalizing the B in the word black to kiss up to the blacks ever since George Floyd. I talk about that a lot. Uh, He recruited black soldiers to fight with the North, to fight on the side of the North, I presume is what they're saying. So that's evil. It's kind of like these people pushing, trying to scalp people away from uh, loyalty to their uh, employers and make them on the side of unions. Like workers' unions, communist, socialist, so-called workers' unions. Lazy, disgruntled workers' unions. <laughs> not all of them are lazy. Maybe not even most of them are 
uh, maybe most. Uh, the fuller picture would include his work as a revolutionary and being one of the first African Americans elected to the something something blah blah blah. First this, first that, runaway spy as a hero. If he's a spy, does he compare to James Bond and Malcolm X? Not that Malcolm X, not that I think Malcolm X was necessarily great. And then James Bond is fictional, right? So was he fictionally brave and stuff like that? Oh, one of the first African Americans elected to the North Carolina Senate. Makes me want to spit this uh, kiss-up history. Oh, there, here's an actor, Mike Wiley, who portrayed Abraham Galloway. And even this Mike Wiley guy, it's a Broadway, I think. This looks like a Broadway actor, which is an actor with an asterisk. <laughs> I only respect silver screen actors. <laughs> I probably have it backwards. This guy. Look at his... And they made his hair be all... Dusty. Not dusty, but dry. <laughs> I don't know. He just doesn't look very tough. Maybe he's tougher than he looks. Hake doesn't look too tough either, but I can be deceiving. Don't try me. <laughs> Terrible. Well, there he is. Uh, it, he, oh, he portrayed The Fire of Freedom, written by Howard Kraft and based on this... Uh, this book or something by this one guy called, what's his name? David Sikselski. Sikselski. Hmm. Probably not a Christian. Probably not a normal white. Yeah, he had a book about it. Maybe he's not even a white at all. Ridiculous. By the way, since we're on the black thing, uh, let me show you this MLK uh there's a picture from Comedy Nonsense Network's morning updates, five things. I read five things to you guys in Hake News at the end of the hour, some of the hours of the Jesse Lee Peterson show. Keeping Martin Luther King's dream alive. And I wish they had this, this white circle with a black triangle arrow thing in it over his mouth all the time. <laughs> We're looking at a... Uh, there's a play button motif over this guy's face because it's a screenshot of, of a video still or something like that. But I wish he had it over his mouth the whole time. Uh, this February marks Black History Month in the United States. A time honoring. Oh, so it's in the United States. A time honoring the contribution and achievements of black people in history. Meet a man who travels the world reenacting the mighty speeches of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., yeah, so cover his mouth. <laughs> cover <laughs> Stop it. And I'll say it right to the camera. Stop it. I'm a little disillusioned with uh, MLK lately after hearing that guy on the Fallen State with Jesse Lee Peterson, Chad O. Jackson, talking about how he turned atheist by age 12. And then he was like a social gospel guy, which is not the good news. It's fake news. The social gospel is no gospel at all. When you put a, when you put a, uh, I heard from one Jewish comedian, when you put a, 
adjective in front of justice or uh, whatever. Social justice means not justice. Social gospel means not gospel. That type of thing. Reproductive rights are not rights. (laughs) Anyway. MLK was a communist, says Ryan Lipple. Yeah, I mean, Big Bump, shout out to Big Bump, said that he had a hatred at age 21 or 22 for uh, capitalism because he remembered back at age 5 or something like that standing in lines, the food lines, during the Great Depression or something. Dumb. Anyway, that's... Is that that for Black History Month? Yeah. Do I have time for this? Uh, I'll play this based Papa Biden clip later. Let me first get to a call. Patrick in Denmark is on the line. Patrick, thanks for calling. How are you doing? Hello, Hague. How are you doing? I'm well. I'm doing fine. Thank you. Is this your first time calling the Hague Report? It's great to hear. Yes, it is my first time calling in. Right on, man. Appreciate it. What an honor. Yeah. I've heard you on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. You're, you're a smart man, I think. <laughs> no, no, I'm not at all. I, I don't even know that much, after all. I really don't. Okay. Well, I mean, smart I, doesn't I like mean to knowledgeable. Investigate things. Yeah. No, I like to investigate things and... Uh, to make my mind up about things, but uh, no, I'm I'm really I'm quite regular uh, right. guy actually. Right on. No, um, but uh, hey, uh, it is that I heard you are uh, Danish of origin once when I was calling in. I think. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. I am part Danish on my grandmother's right. side on my dad's side. Yeah. My grandmother, and, uh, my grandmother had Hillary won. She said she was going to move to Denmark. <laughs> yeah, which I don't know oh, if that really? would have been much better than America. But you, you said Hillary won. She no, said if, something like this. No, she said if Hillary were to oh, win, if Hillary won, then she would move to Denmark. Well, thank God Hillary didn't win. So my grandma stayed uh, in America. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, so, so how, how did your family, um, I mean, uh, how many generations uh, back in time uh, do we go for your um, family from Denmark to reach America? Do you know about this? I do not know about that. My grandmother was, I want to say she was from Iowa. And yeah. I don't know if there are many Danish in Iowa. Maybe there are. Uh, but... If she said she was going to go back to Denmark, that means that it wasn't too far in the past removed. I think my grandfathers on both sides have more history in America. And then my grand, because their heritage is more, they can't tell as much English, maybe German. But my grandmother's. That's interesting, though. One, one grandmother was Scottish, of Scottish descent, and one grandmother was Danish, of Danish descent. Yes. I can tell one story from my family, and I live in Denmark. I am fully Danish, as far as I know. Nice. (laughs) But um, my grandmother, grandfather, told me that her grandfather, or something like this, actually, he ventured to the West Indies, to those islands in the West Indies, which used to be Danish. I believe it is today St. Crocs. And 
I'm not sure. It's the Easter Islands. It's in this area. And he became a smith. Uh, he was smithing weapons and so on. Wow. And yeah. uh, I believe I have descendants in America to this day, actually. Okay. You so you have, like, distant or, cousins. Yes, exactly. I do have distant cousins in America. It should nice. be, at least. Right on, man. <laughs> but... Um, no, but I, I recognize that you're Danish. I just want to say that, Hake, because, you know, Danes, we are, we are sort of silly people, you know? I'm not <laughs> saying you're silly. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't hold it against you if you did call me silly, though. Uh, please do. And, <laughs> and no worries about it. But, um, no, we, we do love to, have, to make uh, fun out of nothing. And I think you're uh, proving this also. And uh, your voice is quite Danish-sounding. Oh, so, nice. Um, yeah, so I think you are in touch with your Danish side, which is what I want to say. That's cool, man. Appreciate that. I have a couple of questions for you or feedback from the chat. Um, sure. The Danish were admired by Adolf Hitler. Uh, <laughs> is that true? <laughs> Had you heard that? Um, yes, I, I heard about it. It's that he admired the, the Aryan race. And I, I can understand that Denmark, we have the border to Germany. Okay. And it makes it so that Danish is an island country, right? It's, a, it's an island country. And half of, you know, the main island, it's a half island. Okay. Connected to Germany, but the border there. I think it was a very tough thing to get past this border. And this is because Denmark is just 5 million people today. Wow. Right? Wow. And then, yeah, then take Germany. This is. 80 million people. Yeah. So you can even imagine that it's like the movie 300. They're keeping back these Persian hordes, and <laughs> yeah. 300 men could take out thousands of uh, persons. It's similar that um, Danes, they hold off the German masses. And in Nordic mythology, um, there's also very specific wordings. They are like uh, the subhuman beings, those who are south, from Denmark, yeah, and that's how I think Hitler he appreciated Nordic mythology in this sense, and um, and uh, yeah, that's, that's that's how he found his, you know, he he admired uh, the Scandinavian people, I suppose. Right on. He was also kind of a loony, I want to say. Hitler was a, a kind of a loony himself. Uh, I think he was a loony in certain ways. I mean, he was an artist. I heard. And so all, artists, I mean, all artists yeah, are loony. Yeah. <laughs> he believed he a bunch of crazy... Uh, I've heard all kinds of different things about his beliefs. Uh, uh, me too, definitely. And uh, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of interesting things, uh, like truths even, that you just won't get to from Germany from that time because it's been shut out of, uh, of common knowledge, so to speak. Yeah. There's a... Uh, a black man who may be part Danish because he's, I find him to be a bit silly. Frederica L.A., Frederick from California. You've, you've probably heard his, if you've listened to the Hague Report, you've heard his calls on my show. Um, sure. He said, ask them about their new Juneteenth. Is that, tr- is that a Denmark thing? Is there Juneteenth in, Den- in Denmark? Or is that just something June, else? June 10th? Juneteenth. Uh, he might be wrong. Uh, what is it? I've never heard about this. It's a Texas black holiday thing, fake holiday. 
They're celebrating oh, no, that no, they're I mean, celebrating the freedom of slaves from uh ah. in like Garris Garrison or Galveston or somewhere in Texas. I see. Yeah, so it's it's Yeah, no, I want to say something to that. All right, go ahead. Um I have no no Dane would know about this day, I think. <laughs> Right. However, uh, De- Denmark is probably the most American-like nation in in Europe. You, you'll probably find that it is like that. Wow, that's what I want to say. Though. Did I hear? Have you have you heard uh, Denny from Bulgaria on my show? Uh, I don't think I heard him on your show, but okay. I heard him on the LP show. Sometimes. I thought that he said that he spent time in Denmark, going to school oh, really? or something. In what oh, way is it? When, in what way is Denmark like America? In a good way or a bad way? Um, Denmark is. Oh, I want to say that it's a little bit like it's it's like a power uh, grab uh, that that is happening from America to Europe through Denmark. Oh, really? And likewise, yeah, it's really strange. But I'm grasping some of this. And it's like Denmark is the radio station of of America to all of Europe, and it's also that Greenland, you know, this huge island in the oh, yeah. between our two continents. Yeah. I think America is quite interested in taking up this this land, right? Yeah. Um, but what I really grasp is that Denmark is like USA. It's like a puppet of USA. We had the prime minister in the early two uh, thousands. His name was Anders Folk Rasmussen, and he was the former, um, what's it called, the Secretary of the uh, United Nations, I think. No, FN, right? Yeah. Anyway, um, so he was kind of, uh, he was really a maniac, you know. Of, I mean, I can't blame him. I can't judge him at all. I mean, uh, I'm not the person to judge him, but um, he definitely made Denmark into a puppet of, of of America. Wow. But, you know, it's also in a positive way that we do appreciate the American culture. It resonates with it to, to the positive sides of it. But, you know, in the same way that USA is going off the rails these days, I just want to say it's uh, really reflecting in Denmark. Uh, yes, it is. You know, um, going back to the toughness of the Danes in holding off the Germans from taking over their land, unlike the Ukrainians who need all the help in the world uh, sure. against Russia. Uh, the best, most uh, some of the most awesome dogs are from Denmark, right? Are Great Danes <laughs> Danish? <laughs> um, you ever heard of a Great, great Dane? Dane? I, I actually don't really know about oh. that. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know. Um Denmark, they support Ukraine with a lot of artillery rifles and oh, all I that. Know. So. The Great Dane originates from Germany. Oh, okay. So the Germans admired the Danes, apparently. Oh, yeah. Dane is Danish, right? The Great Dane yes. dog breed refers to Denmark, I think. But it's, it's in. The Great. Oh. Go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. No, please go. Please, uh, but I. No, I, I have too many things on my mind to say. It's, okay. Because just on the MS. They used to hunt, they were used in the Middle Ages to hunt wild boar and deer. Wild boars are crazy. Uh, oh. And the, yeah. that's the Great Dane descends from hunting dogs from those times. Uh, uh, there crazy. was a lot of wild boar hunts going on in Denmark back in the day. 
Well, I appreciate it, Patrick. It's great to hear from you, man. And shout out to Denver. Yeah, and um, thank you for taking my call, Vig. Uh, it's a pleasure. Thank you. Nice. Bye-bye. All right, bye. He knows about Juneteenth. I know about Juneteenth. He didn't know anything about it, Frederick, Frederica. I don't know why you're calling yourself Frederica. <laughs> Great Danes are actually horses, this uh, Zurich. Okay, guys, let's hear this man respecting sleepy Joe Biden, based Papa Biden. This is clip 13 from Greg Price, Greg underscore Price 11. Ron Klain, and I play this twice because I zoom in on it because it's a, it's not very good resolution. 15-second clip played twice. It's 30 seconds. Ron Klain uh, says Biden taught him how to be a good father. Let me read a little bit about him. Jeff Zients, Zients, Zients will replace Ron Klain. Is that the name of the guy from uh, that Christmas movie, Die Hard? Tell me it's not. Uh, Klain made the comments. Oh, Klain was White House chief of staff, and now he's being replaced by Jeff Zients. And so he's crying about it. I think he's crying in this clip. Kind of like Rashida Tlaib in that other clip that was on the Jason Lee Peterson show. Uh, Klain made the comments during a, I learned everything I know about how to be a good father from Joe Biden. He is the best father and role model I know, is what he says. Uh, it was a transition event. Not that kind of transition. Um, I may get to that. With incoming White House Chief of Staff Jeff Zients and Biden on Wednesday evening, as the president mentioned, I joined Joe Biden's Senate staff 36 years ago. Wow. Ron Klain. Been with him 36 years. And over those 36 years, I've picked up three kids, got engaged, paid for six college advanced degrees. And so now I just want to say this one thing. Today, I learned everything I know about how to be a good father from Joe Biden. He's the best father I know, the best role model. Buddy, you need to get out more. Joe Biden's, oh, I'll, I'll read that later. Um, Ron Klain announced earlier in January that he's stepping down and former health care executive Jeff Zients was announced as his replacement. Uh, so here's Ron Klain talking. Enjoy or not. Here it is. I learned everything I know about how to be a good father from Joe Biden. He is the best father I know and the best role model. I know. And along the way, he's taught me a thing or two about politics and policy as well. I learned everything I know about how to be a good father from Joe Biden. He is the best father I know and the best role model I know. And along the way, he's taught me a thing or two about politics and policy as well. (laughs) Come on, Hake, you're better than that. It's John McClain, says Joe over on Facebook. Shout out to the Facebook crew. Are you guys there, the faithful few? Or did you all get banned? I feel like there's very little action on the Facebook crew. He's crying, please, says King of Wecomundo. Joe Biden taught me everything I know. That guy, is he the only father he knows? <laughs> Maybe. He's in, he is in D.C. Besides himself? Like, isn't he in D.C.? Is this deep fake? No, I don't think it's deep fake. And there was this silly, I felt, I wonder if the sign language lady was kind of making fun of him. Bro, why is he crying? Uh, so I just had to share that with you. Uh, 
Sleepy Joe said in an an announcement last Friday, when I ran for office, the 27th was Friday, right, I think? When I ran for office, I promised to make government work for the American people. That's what Jeff does. That's Jeff Zients. A big task ahead is now implementing the laws we've gotten passed efficiently and fairly. Fox News is sure to point out Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, not to be confused with Bo. I lost Bo to brain cancer because he always brings that up and uses that to pull in the heartstrings of the women. Bo Biden died of, of brain cancer, like in his 40s or something. A married father. Crazy. Other people die, have died in Joe Biden's family. But he moved on. Uh, Hunter Biden has been under federal investigation since 2018 for possible violations. Possible violations, they say. Related to tax, foreign lobbying, false statements, and more. Hunter Biden also supposedly, according to Fox News, has a daughter with London Roberts. London Roberts, former exotic dancer. Whatever that means. Something vulgar. Don't tell me. While uh, Hunter initially denied meeting Roberts, Roberts, I don't know, they misspell it. He was ordered to pay, maybe I misspelled it, a child support in 2020 following DNA tests proving he's the father of her child. Roberts claims Hunter Biden and the president haven't met the child, but you shouldn't. You should take what a woman says with a grain of salt. And nowadays, what a man says. Ron Klain, all broken up. I wonder why he's he's uh, resigning. Maybe to be a better father, or something. Or maybe once he figured out that Sleepy Joe is such this good father, uh, and then there's problems even with his family, which is there's problems in any family, then he might as well give up his work. I don't know. He's being a woman. Uh, speaking, aren't fathers supposed to protect the country? Tr- Trump was a better father to the country <laughs> than Sleepy Joe, I say. No, that's a fact, actually. That You heard about that Chinese spy balloon? You guys heard about that? Heard. Heard about that? I don't have any clip of it, but I did see a clip on Twitter from Latest in Space, if you want to go check it out. The Pentagon has confirmed that an unknown object over Montana yesterday or two days ago, I don't know, was indeed a Chinese spy balloon. And I was reading about it on Hake News at the end of hour two, I think, um, that it's the size of three buses, three school buses, short buses or long buses. I don't know. But it looked like a little, another extra little moon in the sky in that clip that I saw. And Reuters even covered it. It's not just a conspiracy theory. Well, Reuters covers fake stuff like racism, too, and sexism. So they can be fake news. But anyway, the Chinese spy balloon, they're suspecting it to be one anyway, flies over the United States. And they didn't want to shoot it down because the debris could harm the American people, you know? So they they let the Chinese go into our uh, spy balloon, allegedly, if it's Chinese, actually, who knows, fly into our airspace, and it's above the level, it's above the level of where commercial airplanes fly, so it's high up in the sky. Butterfly in the sky, I can go t- twice as high, reading rainbow, read a book, and take a look 
at Reading Rainbow. What a nice, I like that song, but I'm not doing it justice. I can go anywhere. It's not the right, it's off key, but I tried. That guy's black. The guy from Reading Rainbow, is he black? I think he is. He played Kinta Kinte. Yeah, that's right. Uh, thank you, Hassan. <laughs> Kunta. Kunta oh, yeah. Kunta Kinte. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> that sounds all right. I only know Toby. it secondhand. Toby, yeah. And somehow, like, the people who were quoting it when I was overhearing it, because I only know it secondhand. I haven't seen the movie. you never seen Roots? Uh-uh. What? Uh- yeah, I was sheltered. Thank God. <laughs> that's why I'm so innocent. But <laughs> not really. Naive, maybe. Um it was it said James Master. James what's your name, boy? James Master. So somehow they forgot Toby and they said James. So I don't know. <laughs> I learned it from a high school Christian camp, family camp. <laughs> yeah, uh that guy what's his real name? Do you know? Offhand? I don't know, I'm blanking. Me but he is from Reading Rainbow. It's not it's not important, but yeah. <laughs> A whole lot of blacks uh, were in Roots and The Color Purple, too, which is a different movie, I think. Yeah, that's I the did. one with Oprah? Uh-huh. Or were they both with Oprah? <laughs> no, that's a different film. Okay. I used to watch Roots yearly. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. My mom was really... Uh, she was into it? Well, she, she was a liberal? <laughs> very a liberal? into it and, <laughs> and a uh, history uh, like teacher junkie. Oh, okay. But Roots is fiction, isn't it? Yeah, a historical I mean, fiction. Yeah, supposed based to be somewhat on, accurate, maybe. Yeah, based on um, who's the guy? Alec. Um, oh yeah, that guy was. That guy turned out to be kind of a phony, though, right? Alex Haley. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. What a mess. Uh. Anyway, it's not important. This reading rainbow thing. Uh. Back to this Chinese thing. With the school bus. Size three triple school bus size Chinese spy balloon, alleged Chinese sky balloon. They're calling it that. Are they lying? Trump truthed on truthsocial.com slash at real Donald Trump. Shoot down the balloon, he said. How embarrassing. And Mike Cernovich, who's been on the Jason Lee Peterson show and the Fallen State and men's conferences, he said this never would have happened under Trump, which is something that I said about Ukraine stuff with Russia going in and taking over Ukraine or trying to. And they're really trying. Never would have happened under Trump. Trump, under Trump, there was like peace because a man of strength is also a man of peace. And sleepy Joe Biden is not a man of strength. Whereas Trump, much more so, is. In different ways, he is weak. And in those ways, yeah, a lot of trouble has is coming. You know, letting the blacks out of prison and then they go out and kill. Or, you know, he's one did anyway. I think it was black. I could be wrong. He let out a guy who ended up committing a murder, according to Tucker Carlson, with the first step act thing. And, you know, he let women run the show in different ways. Some even speculate that he's going to pick a woman vice president. That's speculation. But I wouldn't be too surprised. Would I still vote for him? I think so. (laughs) I voted for, uh, who was it? Palin 
I voted for Palin, Sarah Palin. Back then, I didn't really know better. I also voted for John McCain. So let's cover this story. Speaking of women, <laughs> what's Purple Heart? What's Purple Heart? Want to, expl- want to explain this to us? No, that's, I- that's uh, what McCain Oh, he had he a purple heart. The purple heart. Yeah, because he's 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 a war hero because he was captured, <laughs> said Trump, and that's accurate. It is. Yeah, thank you, uh, Hassan. Purple heart means you were injured in combat, but he was not injured in combat. He was injured in torture, <laughs> in Hanoi Hilton. But anyway, rest in peace, John McCain. Let me not despise John McCain, even though he might be despicable or have been despicable. Let's talk about this uh, lady who got killed. Black Republican woman murdered. I got this. It was a tip from Big Bump. This New Jersey black female councilman, city councilman, I guess, in New Jersey, Eunice Duwumfor. I'm probably butchering her name. It sounds African. So maybe she is an African-American. Eunice, nice name. I know a a Eunice or two. Shout out to the Eunices. Uh, Shot dead. 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 That's Joe Biden. Outside her home in a despicable, speaking of despicable, criminal act. Look at her. Mildly attractive young lady. Dead. She's history. She is black history now. Say, Sayerville, Sayerville Councilman, they call her Councilwoman, Eunice Dwumfor found dead inside a vehicle, inside her uh, white SUV. For some reason, they called it white. Shout out to the whites. SUV outside her apartment with multiple gunshot wounds. And by the way, I read in the Fox News article that she received a BA in Women and Gender Studies from William Patterson University located in Wayne, New Jersey. Oof. She got a BA in women, women and Gender Studies? That's not a good bachelor's. Like, I'm one to talk. I got my bachelor's in arts with, in art with an emphasis in graphic design. And I don't even know how to build a website. <laughs> well, kind of now. I don't know. Whatever. It is not immediately clear if she was the intended target of the alleged shooting. The alleged shooting. found dead inside her car. Look at her. Nice smile. Poor lady. Uh, Clip 17. Here's the news report. New Jersey. They call her councilwoman. I rebel against that. It's councilman. It's female councilman. Eunice Dwumfor shot and killed outside of her home. And Big Bump told me she's Republican. And he believes it may have been a hit. Look at the beautiful townhomes. How could a shooting happen outside there? Or are they projects? It's not townhomes. Maybe that's apartments. Whatever. I don't know. East Coast, New Jersey. I don't understand your stuff. Shout out to New Jersey. I know some people from New Jersey. So here's this clip 17. I hope I have it. It might be a bit loud, guys, but it's a local news report from ABC7 Chicago. Shytown, I'm told it's pronounced on YouTube. Here it is. 
Breaking news, New Jersey Councilwoman Eunice Jufor was shot and killed outside of her home in Sayreville, New Jersey. Late last night, she crashed her car after being repeatedly shot while behind the wheel. A 30-year-old Republican Councilwoman was pronounced dead at the scene after being shot multiple times. And police believe she was the intended target. But so far, a motive for the shocking, cold-blooded killing remains a mystery. New Jersey reporter Anthony Johnson live at the scene in Sayreville with the breaking details. Anthony. The councilwoman was sitting in her Nissan Murano vehicle just a few feet from where I am standing. That's where the shots rang out. Residents out here, they heard the shots last night around 7.30 saying there were multiple shots, a series of shots that they heard. The councilwoman's car then took off down this road and it crashed into a vehicle down the road from here. And that's where police found her dead inside of the vehicle. And as you said, now police and authorities are looking for a motive. I heard the bang, bang, bang in, in succession twice. The murder of Councilwoman Eunice Jumfor has shaken her neighbors who were home when shots rang out last night around 7.30 in the roadway next to her apartment building. I can't tell you how many it was, but I heard boom, 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 boom. And I'm like, oh, shoot, that is a gunfire. June 4 yeah. was elected to the city council in 2022 and was seen here attending a council meeting on January 23rd of this year. She is from hey. Newark, New Jersey, and was serving as a member of the GOP on the Sayreville Council. The fact that this incident happened in this quiet neighborhood is shocking. Yeah. Like five or seven gunshots. That's basically it. I think I was ready to peek out the window, and I didn't. Then I just walked away. The councilwoman was found inside her car which traveled about 100 feet and slammed into two other parked vehicles. At this point, it appears the councilwoman's murder was targeted. I mean, I pray for their family. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I'm just praying for them right now. Nice. Now, a couple of residents out here say they did see somebody run from the scene. There's a separation between a couple of these apartment buildings. They saw that person running in that direction, then finally jumping over a fence to get away from the scene. There is a camera near this location that may have picked up something. Investigators are still out here on the scene. This case is being handled, of course, by local cops and the Middlesex County Prosecutor's Office. George. What did they call her? Drum for, not dewump for. Governor Phil Murphy. Oh gosh, you know that right? That fat rhino guy. Shout out to the fat people. Fat rhino guy got replaced by Phil Murphy, who's a Democrat, I think. Said in a statement, he was stunned by the news of her killing. Uh, crazy. The guy said he's praying for her family. I don't know anything about her family or her, really, her situation. What a mess. Uh, That's crime nowadays. You never know. So apparently they shot her while she was driving. Women of color are being targeted. Well, she was anyway. Allegedly, police think. Let me play this clip real fast. Um, remember I played Cortez, Sandy Cortez? What a nice name, Sandy. I wonder if she really does, because who would, who would go by, it's Alexandria. You know, that's too long of a name to go by Sandy. 
I don't go by Jim, though. Don't call me Jim. Don't call me Jimmy. I'm James. <laughs> but that's not as hard to say as Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Sandy. Nice name. But Sandy Cortez, Alexandria Cortez, uh, she was saying, oh, women of color being targeted. She was all upset because Ilhan Omar is getting kicked off of the House Foreign Affairs Committee. And a lot of you guys are saying, or one of the callers said yesterday, all the dual loyalty people, dual citizen people should be kicked off of their committees and kicked out of Congress, he says, or something like that. Um, which, whatever, you know. Uh, but oh, this Ilhan Omar, and she's not kicked out for the right reasons. She's kicked out for so-called anti-Semitism. But she hates America. Get her out of America, you know. Anyway, so I can sympathize because they're kicking her out for the wrong reasons. Clip 15 is uh, Rashida Tlaib. You may have seen this on the Jason Lee Peterson show. Here's a shorter uh, clip. Um, DC underscore Drano says people need to stop calling Representative Rashida Tlaib, who's like this ghetto Mexican woman, but she's uh, Muslim. She's uh, Palestinian, I guess, if that's a real thing, (laughs) I think. Um, and uh, from Detroit, sort of a ghetto person, cussing in front of her kid in a bar about we're going to impeach the MFR, the mother blanker, about Trump, calling him that. We're going to impeach him when she was first elected. Stop calling her mentally unstable. It's not true. Here's uh, clip 17. That's according to D.C. Drano. I don't know. She might be mentally unstable. But here she is making a scene. Ridiculous. Clip uh, 15. Here it is. The gentlewoman's time has expired. Omar will not be silenced. The gentlewoman's time has expired. Omar, the gentlewoman's so time sorry, has expired. That our country is failing you today through this chamber. You the, belong the gentlewoman is no longer recognized. And- <laughs> uh, and why is a woman running the show? The gentlewoman, gentlewoman, it's called lady. And we use the term loosely. There's no such thing as a gentlewoman, I say. I could be, I could be mistaken, but I don't think I'm mistaken. I shouldn't, I shouldn't smack the table. I'm not, this is not, I do not own this table. This is Jesse Lee Peterson um, studio. I'm trying to channel based Alex Jones. Shut up. <laughs> JLP voice says David C. Sounds like a howling dog. Do you think she was really crying? And why is a woman running the show saying, gentlewoman is not recognized. Your time is up. Oh. Um. <laughs> Terrible. So why? what a disgrace. What a joke of a country. It's true. I mean, it's old news. Jesse about to blow out his voice yelling at Jimbo. Hey, it's not Jimbo, man. (laughs) Uh, We're at the top of the hour, guys. Let me see. Let me quickly just show some... Oh, that's my watch. I got two watches on today. (laughs) Do not let me use the word bling. Somebody slap me upside the head if I use that black word. (laughs) Oops, don't hit the headphones. They're not my headphones to hit. You're more bass than Alex Jones, Hake. Says Shabbat. That's kind of you, Shabbo. But no, no one is more based than Alex Jones, except for Jesus. Um, Show these pictures 
in Ilhan Omar folder, if I had made an Ilhan Omar folder, I don't quite remember. Uh, there's this tweet from this Jewish guy, purported Jew. He calls himself Jew. Ilhan Omar drama. Jew for Ilhan Omar. No matter how many lies, smears, and hate come her way, this Jew is proud to be a part of Team Omar today and every day. Tweets Jeremy Slevin. Okay. Uh, so he's a male Democrat, apparently. Well, isn't this lady kind of mildly attractive? She's like wearing a pantsuit slash ladylike Muslim garb thing. It doesn't quite, I don't know, it's kind of stylish. But anyway, let's not get hung up on that. Ridiculous. Uh, Super Dave, I'm hiding behind Super Dave, who once called her pretty. <laughs> uh, Marianne Williamson ran for office. She's that nutty lady. She ran for president. Jew here, and I'm with you. Her voice for the voiceless and insistence on America's taking responsibility for our own transgressions is an important contribution to this country. This mean-spirited House leadership will go down in 2024. She will rise. Thank you, Marianne, says Jeremy Slevin. Probably a male feminist. It's not moral to be a male Democrat. (laughs) Or a female Democrat, honestly. Especially not nowadays. Maybe back in the day it was okay. (sighs) <sighs> Marianne Williamson. What a nutty lady. Did she ever have a run-in with JLP? I feel like she might have. She ran for office in 2020, but she, she didn't win. I want to say it was 2020. I didn't know she was Jewish. Um, okay. You guys aren't giving... You guys aren't making me support Ilhan Omar more. You gals. Oh, here's a picture of the squad. Is that the squad? I shouldn't be using that term. Cori Bush was in the background. She seemed to be having the sympathetic reaction to uh, Rashida Tlaib crying or pretending to cry or whatever. There's the bald-headed lady who... She shaves her head bald because she has alopecia, I heard. A lot of black women, I think, get alopecia. If that's the correct pronunciation. Alopecia? Alopecia? Alopecia. And there's Ilhan Omar, this one, in the face up close. She's probably holding the cell phone thing. And then there's uh, Horsey Face, who's mildly attractive. I call her Horsey Face, but she's pretty. Pretty evil. Um, AOC, Cortez, Sandy Cortez. So those are the ladies. Wow, I knew all their names. Oh, except for the bald-headed lady, Ayanna Presley. Yeah, so they're... Man, how embarrassing. They're in the country. They're in Congress. <laughs> Some of them don't even belong in the country, in my opinion. Oof. They're nice. They're smiling. Don't get nightmares. Let's listen to David Meese. He's a Christian. And uh, I love this track. I forget which one it is, but I love it. I know. Um, every little step. Oh, yeah, it has a nice, like, whistling melody thing in it. From 1993, album Once in a Lifetime. Enjoy, or press mute, or grin and bear it. Cover your ears. You musical Philistines, I'll be right back to talk you through it. 
How long is this track? Four minutes, okay? Four minutes of heaven. (laughs) And I'll be back. Hang tight. Let 
Isn't this beautiful? I think so. Sounds like Cliff Richard goes meatloaf again, says Jazz Fan. Uh, if this man did the video, that's neat. No, that was me. Uh, cocktails soundtrack, says Kevin Howe. Your taste in music is as bad as your taste in women. Horrible throw-up face, says Aaron Arias. Thank you, Aaron. <laughs> Funny. Saki is way more attractive than Ilhan Omar, says Super Dave. Uh, Jen Saki, that's nice of you to say. That's cool. Um, I will not argue with you. I don't know if I agree or not. But yeah, it's good. I mean, she's white, supposedly. Not on the inside, though. Jen Saki, what a mess. Uh, Limbo Drones for FPV Noobs says, Is this the new track from the, hopefully this is not a dirty reference, Peruan Pamflute Guys? Maybe I shouldn't have read it out loud if I'm not sure. Ryan Lipple says, we'll put up with your music because we love you. Nice. Thank you. Is the Facebook crew still in the running? Let me check the Super Chats. Uh, By the way, Taking Care of Business asks, uh, what happened to No Monkeys in My Family Tree? You got to play that again sometime. I've seen it in my folder, ready to... uh, Ready to play again sometime. <laughs> Thank you for the request, taking care of business. Geranimo says, the Millie Vanilli of Congress? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Wasn't Millie Vanilli just as fake of a band? Oh, yeah, they were caught, like, lip-syncing or something. They didn't really sing their songs or something, I heard. Something like that. Um, Geranimo says, by the way, something real. Interesting to hear from Denmark about being taken over in the leading roles... Looks like entire Europe is taken over like that. Ireland is trying to hold on to themselves a bit more still. But even from there, I hear voices now talking about being invaded by non-Christian values. Yeah, one of the Irelands, there's two of them, like Northern Ireland and Real Ireland or something. I don't know, maybe I'm mixing them up. Had a gay prime minister, not morally straight, with a so maybe even with a so-called husband. And he came and he brought that... So-called husband, not even a real husband, right? Of course, you can't because it's a male and male. In front of Mike Pence, kind of in-your-face type of thing. At least that's how the media presented it. Dirty media. Enemies of the people. Crazy. Um, let me check for supers. Oh, indeed, there are super chats. Shout out to the uh, Rumble crew. I see you. Deuce Intra says, great show, Hake. The name is pronounced Deus. Oh, Intra. Deus Intra. Oh. Huh. Which is Latin for a God within. Deus Intra. Nice. Thanks, man. I butchered your name right before reading your uh, correction. Not Deuce. Deus. D-E-U-S-I-N-T-R-A. Deus intra. Hopefully I can remember that, man. Thank you. Or late, or ma'am. It's ma'am. <laughs> uh, I'm just reading the Rumble chat. Rumble rants are cool. Um, Noah's Ark, Kansas, with uh, a generous super chat. Thank you, man. Appreciate the support. As always, no comment did he give on streamlabs.com slash 
The Hague Report. So let me talk about this stuff. Yesterday I got a call, and I mentioned it maybe at the beginning of the show, about the apartheid state. Yeah, I was sheltered. I don't know Millie Vanilli. I'm 41 or so. 41 and a half. Apartheid state. This caller, Eric, from like SD, California, not South Dakota, San Diego, I think, referred to Israel as an apartheid state. And I'm like, is that a bad thing? And then he kind of didn't answer whether it's a bad thing or not. And it was an interesting call. I hope to hear from him again so we can go in more detail about important things. He's in his 50s, a Gen X guy. A lot of you guys are critical of Israel, saying that it was, you know, it's propped up by America and it was founded on like kind of artificially, not by not by might, but by cleverness or exploitation of the moment and finagling. Well, by hook or by crook, they made that country. Now it's a country, right? It's a country. Um, just like Ukraine, I guess, is a country. <laughs> is it? I guess it is. And Palestine is not quite a country, but um, do they deserve to be a country? If they can finagle themselves to having a country, I guess they will get it. I don't know. It's not really about deserving or right. It's about what you can manage. It's the way of the world, right? It's what by hook or by crook, by might, by force, or by uh, deceit or whatever, you're going to get to your country, your little country. Whoever. <laughs> Hake doesn't know. That's, that's the line. Because it's true. And I'm like, whatever. Like the, your, this apartheid state thing is not really, a, is not, in my mind, a legitimate complaint about Israel. A legitimate complaint about Israel is if we're, they're tricking us into fighting wars on their behalf or something like that. That's like a legitimate. But even that, that's like shame on us. Um, I said we should all be a friend of Israel, and Geronimo pointed out that the so-called friends of Israel fight wars or something like that in the Middle East. And that's not what I mean. I don't mean, um, I don't mean a friend doesn't enable the evil of another friend. A friend is for what's right and doesn't help a friend, another friend too much. I've helped friends when I had no business helping, and it hurt the friendship it hurt me, it hurt them, kind of. So, uh, that's not what I mean by we should all be friends of Israel, best friends of Israel. <laughs> uh, if that makes sense. <laughs> uh, Slam Free Poetry says Israel model by hook or by crook. Funny. But anyway, um, Oh, and the other thing that they say about Israel is, or Jews anyway, that the Jews owned the slave ships, which I don't know if that's true. I assume that there's probably got to be some truth to that. That's not a legitimate criticism. I'm for slavery. You could say, oh, but now they switch and don't take any responsibility for, have, for their, hand, their, their ancestors' hand in it or whatever. Then you could say, okay, that's a legitimate thing, complaint about them. But that's like a criticism because we shouldn't complain about people. We can criticize them, but not complain about them. Um, but apartheid, or it's actually, I heard it's pronounced apartheid. I looked it up on the internet, and the internet, no, I didn't look it up on that internet. 
I looked it up on Wikipedia. I know I should use infogalactic.com. Infogalactic.com slash info slash apartheid and find the same information. I and I looked and I don't have any pictures for you. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. I regret I'm regretful. Forgive me. You know, there's some petty it's called it was called petty apartheid apartheid. Apartheid. It means apartheid. Apartheid. The whites were apart from the Indians and coloreds. I think they're called coloreds, in, colored people, in, uh, which means they were mixed in South Africa. And then they were also apart from the uh, blacks, different blacks. And it was from like 1948 till 1991 or something like that. And I'm like, wow, that's kind of late to be doing that. And so was it a misguided thing to separate them by force? It certainly didn't... Uh, it certainly didn't help their cause in the public eye, meaning the eyes of the world, the meddling globo homo type world, which all backlashed against them because it looked racist and racism wasn't the thing to be anymore. Stupid. Give me a break. But basically, like, there were signs. You can't go on this. Only whites allowed on this beach. Only the white race allowed on this beach or that thing. And then there was housing, discrimination, people pulled out of their homes and sent to other areas to be. Kind of like the Japanese internment, except it was permanent, meant to be permanent. And the, uh, what they, I heard that they did in Germany too, during World War II. Apartheid is a Dutch word, says Limbo Drones. So like, I don't, I don't really care. I don't really have a context. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you the wrong or right of that. Maybe it was a little misguided. Didn't, certainly didn't work out because the rest of the world like put economic sanctions on them and then they buckled under pressure and then became this fake rainbow nation. And it's way worse now. It's communist and it's anti-white, anti-Christian. And it's the scum of the earth is running the show in South Africa. So I'm like, if Israel is an apartheid state based, we should be that too. If if Jews owned a slave ship, based Jews, that's cool. I don't have no problem with slavery if they were good slave owners and slave ship owners. Is there such a thing? I think there was. I think there were decent. Depends on how they treated the slaves. Treat masters treat your slaves right, you know. In the context, apartheid was a, probably a setup. There probably was reason for apartheid. You know what I mean, Jelly Bean? Let me, let me play this clip. Perhaps there was a reason for apartheid. <laughs> uh, clip 16. This is a warning, content warning. I kind of didn't want to play this. It's a bunch of cussing. I bleeped the cuss words, I think. Dumb, wo- dumb young lady. Silly young lady. I wish she was dumb. Dumb means you can't talk. Silly young lady repeating a, a cuss word over and over and over and over and over again. And I didn't even do it justice with the, as many overs as I said. ACR Watchdog says a teen thugette. It's racialized language. Attacks an elderly Asian man. And I don't know how elderly this guy was. Maybe he was. From behind. 
This gave me flashbacks, writes this writer on Twitter, to the murder of Grandpa Vicha, which I guess was an Asian guy who was killed by a black guy. I don't know. This is in Stonestown Mall in San Francisco. Well, this type of thing is happening to the whites in South Africa and worse. So maybe that apartheid, there was a reason for that. Probably the blacks are of less quality today than they were during apartheid. But here's a 19-second clip. Kids, cover your eyes because it's kind of rough. I mean, they, she pushes the guy down but it's, and tries to beat him. It's kind of successful. But this is up in San Fran. Black on Asian violence, I guess. Black female. Look at this. Or don't. Here it is. Look at that. In a mall. The security right on him. Right on her. And the person recording and cussing? I don't know if that's the same person. Three security all over the gal. Brutal. Almost knocked him into the glass wall thing or glass door or both. Kind of went in between the wall and the door because the door was open. Aparthood wouldn't be so bad. You know, it was a, maybe a, an imperfect way of dealing with the situation of this diversity stuff, which is not good. Mix, how about we mix these people up and see if they fight? There was a Far Side cartoon uh, where these, uh, you know, you mix up bugs together and pretend they see if they'll fight inside of a jar. I don't know if you've ever done that. I don't know if I've ever done that. But uh, there were these big aliens who were holding human beings in these jars. If I remember the Far Side comic correctly. And one alien says to the other alien or monster, why don't you mix up these, why don't you shake the jar and see if these two human beings fight? Um, That's what this diversity stuff is. Oh, diversity is a strength. Sleepy Joe Biden said, uh, white European stock, my stock, we will become an absolute minority. Absolute minority. He said this as vice president, I think, under Obama. And uh, he said, unrelenting stream of immigration coming into the country. Non-white, non-whites, whites will be an absolute minority. That's not a bad thing. That's a source of our strength. I need water. That's evil. I get the argument that they claim that, oh, you know, we come from different experiences and different perspectives, and so that can add to uh, the strength. And, you know, in the, the deep state, we need people who speak the different languages and as well as English to be able to translate in different things or whatever or, or trick or in spy and stuff like that. But the deep state's a bunch of liberals. You know, the spies and all of them. They're a bunch of liberals. And I heard that everybody in the FBI is trained by the ADL. That's not a source of strength. That's a source of mama uh, fake religion. The ADL is the Anti-Defamation League pre- pretended to protect the Jews from defamation. 
Diversity is white genocide, says Ryan Lipple. That's a, uh, that's a, that's a white nationalist dog whistle, man, <laughs> or something. But it's true. It's, it's evil. And the whites are the only ones who, are, who vote sensible, halfway sensible, or more than halfway sensible, maybe, in the country as a majority. White minority is no good for anyone, says Bill West, and that's a, tr- that's a true statement. Yeah, and, and, oh, by the way, one of the misconceptions about what I said yesterday was the caller called in about apartheid. apartheid. I'm like, that sounds like you're comparing it to South Africa. And South Africa is the white minority ruling over the majority, right? Because there were a big, I didn't say they started out as a minority. They founded the country, rightfully so, as far as I could tell, by hook or by crook. (laughs) And I think it was by right. They uh, set it up. They were the only ones in Cape Town. And who cares if they weren't? Um, But by now, whites are definitely a small, small minority, minority in the country of South Africa. And South Africa was better off with them running the show, I think. I'm shaking my head over here. Out of control. I'm just, that's a kind of an infuriating clip of that, uh, Assault, assault and battery and attack on that uh, guy from behind. I don't know any of the context. I don't know. But it's a mess. Terrible. Let me get to William in California on the line. William, thank you for calling and holding. How you doing? Hey, hey, man, how you doing, man? Do, doing fine, thank you. Uh, you know, a lot of times we don't, you know, they don't really understand the um, situation in Israel because um, that's not a country next door. Oh, you mean Palestine? Because it's not a country? No. Right, but no, what, is, what does that have to do with, with, uh, with, like, the, what is your point about, by saying that? I mean, a lot of people like to comment on everything, but, I mean, you know, they, they're kind of like, like the number two or number three military, and they keep, pretty much keep things together over there as far as a lot of stuff that got something to do with America, you know. Uh, you're talking about they, Israel. You know, they're supplied and, and, and other guys back in charge. So, I mean, you know, they, they're trying to make it stable. You know, it didn't, you know, it didn't work in South Africa. You know, that is nothing but a revenge tour, you know. What they're doing you know, the with history. the, with the, yeah, they're kind of treating, it, it feels like, it, like, it feels like know, the tides, are, a, the tide, the popular mm-hmm. tides are turning a little bit against Israel right now. A little bit, a little bit. You know, but they're they're pretty important. You know, they're supplied by us, and they're pretty uh, pretty important. People say people, people know, say know the that history of them. I mean, they kicked those countries in the butt uh, in about the surrounding six or countries. Seven days. 
They were surrounded, yeah. The surrounding countries, they, the Muslim they, countries? And they won, and they gave it back. Oh, they okay. won, and they gave it back, you know. But, uh, oh, meaning they could have taken more more uh, yeah, land. Yeah, but it's they not didn't. as simple as them knocking people's houses down. A lot of people call in, and they talk about that. And they uh, they say, uh, you know, you're knocking down people's houses and all that stuff, but they don't understand, you know, all the territorial things and politics involved with Israel and Palestine. A lot of people just look at the physical act of Some, seeing something get knocked down. Right. Yeah. I. I don't. I don't feel you that they. What I mean? Yeah. I. I kind of understand what you mean. I don't know yeah. the politics or the wars or situation. We don't. Uh, you, if you but really look at yeah, if, like Asmador might know this. It's right. More he about would know the more whole about thing it. that happened over there and everything. Uh, it's it's pretty complicated. It's it's kind of like look at America, how they didn't really give up Germany and Japan after World War Two, and they usually don't give back after the conflict is done. And uh, the the Jews went somewhere, and it happened to be there, and they do have a flag that's recognized in the international, you know, theater. Right. Uh, they do. And Palestine doesn't have a flag. It's like blacks in America. You know, they don't really have a flag either, other than the American flag. They try. They try to do their black nationalist flag, and or even that flag that you got on your computer. You know, those are the only two flags we have as black people here. Nice. Yeah. Shout out to the uh, beautiful South. Um, It's just true. Now, Palestine. They they didn't they make up a flag. I feel like I've seen flag emojis for Palestine. So did black people in nineteen seventies. With the, with the fist, it's, oh, the yeah. red, black, and green. And, right. You know, uh, America did not accept that, you know, and um, nice. they told them to put those uh, flags in your bedroom while you smoke weed and look at them. They didn't allow them to be up and down the street. But in 1980s, they started hanging the gay flag. Like in San Francisco, you yeah. were showing a clip in San Francisco. That's actually off of 19th Avenue. In a nice neighborhood, in a shopping center, Stonestown's nice, really nice. Never would think I would see something like that happen in that area. But, you know, San Francisco, I've been away from San Francisco for probably 30 years. Only came back to California because of uh, different events. But I can tell you that's a nice neighborhood. And that's how they're active, you know. Huh. It's like a revenge tour. People say uh, that against, people say that their presence. And, some people say their presence in the Middle East is is adding to the destability, instability, instability, whatever, rather than stabilizing well, the area. You got some callers that know a little bit more about it than me, right? That strategically speaking, Israel is very important. I think they might be like the number three military in the world. Uh huh. And. They, they they deal with a lot. They're surrounded by a lot of countries that don't like them. Right. But a lot of those countries that don't like them, we have a lot of interest in. Yeah. And, you know, just people, they just think, they look at that stuff and kind of, you know, they take a side about that like a victim, like you were saying yesterday. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I don't care. Uh, one of the things Geronimo said in response to me saying I don't care about this Palestinian victimhood stuff. Uh-huh. Um, she's like, but do you care about the G- Jews? Haven't no, you I don't care about the it from a distance, James? From a distance, and I don't even really yeah. know or care. Like it's, but anyway, whatever. 
I, I mean, people act I've like always people looked at act- it from a distance, and, and I mean, I don't have a distaste for Palestinian people at all. That's not what I'm saying. Right. Except it, for it, except for some of them, because I see all the people who are pro-Palestine are angry, hate-filled people. Like, uh, well, because I don't think at, hitting an A1M1 Abrams tank, hitting a tank with a sandal or a rock. No, you know, some of that stuff is just totally off the hook. And they take some of the, Rashida the stuff Talib. too far. Yeah. But, I mean, I do notice a lot of people say, you know, they're knocking their Palestine's houses down, and it's not that simple. It doesn't. Yeah. I don't I don't... They've, they've done this a long time, in other words, and they, they had a war. They did have a war right after World War Two. They had a war. Uh-huh. It was a six-day war, seven-day war, whatever it was. Something like that. Is that when the... Uh... Israel kicked all their butts in less than a week. Is that the one? Is that the USS Liberty one, where the USS Liberty thing happened? Was it during that war? You familiar oh, no, with that? Man. It, it's some. It's, it, it's it's like this, man. I mean, it's a country. It's recognized. Right. Yeah. What, what can you say? You can't. You can't keep complaining about Israel. In the the guy that probably should be back in charge with it is in charge, and that's good. You know, don't give Net it back. Yeah, don't like, do like South Africa. Like don't do like those people. Don't do that. Don't give it back. I know. What a mess. I mean, did we give back Japan? No. Did we give back Germany? I mean, I mean, in business-wise, we gave them back, but we... They're, you know, ha- we're they're not kind gonna, of hamstrung, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it, William. Thanks for the input. You too. Bye. Uh, Frederick in California wants to uh, probably begs to differ on this topic. How are you doing, Frederick? How's it going, Hank? How's it going? Going going well, thank you. All right. Now, the first one I wanted to talk about was Denmark and how they never produced anything but slaves and the transatlantic slave trade. But Israel haven't produced anything either. What have Israel produced that we need to protect them? Why are they so important? I don't know. I've heard different things. I had a debate on this, which is funny because I don't know anything about it. Uh, I had a debate like on this on the Crucible, and I wonder if that's still up. I don't think it is. But uh, I was asking all the questions about the things that I hear the critics of Israel talk about and then i had no follow-up because i don't know anything about it so right i think i, was I, I heard that they shows, do contribute things up. but i don't know yeah i was on one of those shows talking to someone and they hung up on us and he tried to say well i don't have any strong opinions but you but you, why'd you take why'd you take a, a swipe at denmark denmark oh yeah, because you, of juneteenth it seems funny. what about They're it about to have a first juneteenth on july 1st this year what? It's the first one ever. He he don't know about the emancipation of slaves, and I was just asking in, like in Denmark, and it's is yes, it, sir. Why would it be called Juneteenth if it's July first? Because I, if I'm asking like our version of Juneteenth for them, the oh. emancipation of I don't even I know. Asking. Patrick in Denmark seems like English may not even be his first language, or else he don't, like he, he didn't. Don't, he don't know a lot. I, yeah, yeah. I can see he was maybe having a comprehension like right yeah was, i was saying stuff that was going kind of past him like he didn't like yeah, i talked about great games and stuff 
right? I'm not right. the clearest but, communicator. Um, I'll, I'll grant you that. Yeah, yeah. But if we're going to let the biggest power, whoever has the money, stomp on the smallest country and let it stand, we need to let that be president and tell, okay, we're not the world police. It's the biggest country, every man for himself. But we're not doing that. We're telling Russia, stay in your place. But these countries over here are encroaching. And then you got Iran built, coming, trying to build a nuclear weapon as fast as they can to fix the problem. And you got Americans like, well, we're going to need more military to support and more tax dollars to support Israel. Like, why can't we come to the table and be like, what if Iran get nukes and say they won't harm you? Will that be okay, Benjamin? No, that will not be okay. I'm like, oh, so you're just going to control who has what now. Just go on and say it. They won't come out and say it's inevitable. It's just a time scale. What are we waiting on? Right now, we need to build, take as many countries as we can, like Ukraine, to fight Iran and every country that's not going to be with us. So they put enough pieces of the chess game in place. And Vladimir Putin don't like it. Americans don't like it, but a lot of Americans do because they're Zionists and they're like, yeah. And then Canada's right. All of these presidents are putting Jewish presidents in office to run the show. Germany, Ukraine, Israel, Canada, United States is next. Down there in Brazil, they're using their money to come in power by charity and compassion. But, hey. So what are you mad about? There's dual citizenship in politicians. No, hold on. What are you mad about? There's going to be two. Hold on, man. You You jumped topics. What are you mad about? The 200 politicians in politics, the dual citizenship. That doesn't sound like what you were just talking about. Giving pro-Israel funding. Frederick. Frederick. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You went off, and I didn't get the point of what you were saying. Like maybe I can translate. Maybe I can translate. No, 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 no. no. Hold on. I think I'll try to translate. It'll be quicker because you're wordy, man. What the heck? Um, Okay, so he he said that. We, really we play important. we play like we're we being the globo homo type people play like we're don't want to be the world's policeman but we do but we pretend like we're doing do gooders but we're not I guess is what yeah yeah is that what you're saying yeah, yeah I mean it's, it's all a bunch of pretense they want to let suffer and what countries they want to help Scandinavian countries have free trade. Africans don't have free trade. They have so many loopholes and policies and regulations that they got to go through. They can't start their own businesses in countries like Senegal or Nigeria or the free trade process is crippling other countries and how we fight other countries and let others thrive. Denmark wouldn't be thriving like that without free trade and some of the access to money that they have over there. By free trade, but, what are you talking about? You're talking about not allowing capitalism, people to... Um, no, hold like, on, hold on, man. Let me finish my question. Are you saying that we should, ha- or countries should be allowed to uh, have, what is that thing called when they tax... Free market. No. Uh, what did Trump want to do... Uh, Trump wanted no, it's not tariffs, taxes tariffs tariffs, tariffs. yeah oh, so if they okay. if no, Africa no. had tariffs then African businesses would be doing better is that what you're saying if they was allowed to negotiate yes 
instead of other countries raping them for their minerals and coming in, they are not in charge of their own stuff. It's like, Isn't that their fault for being weak? No. No. It's, that's like saying, okay, is that going to be Israel's fault because Iran has more guns and nuclear weapons? Does that mean because you're weak and don't, if you know, country haven't been long that, I mean, living that long. These other countries are leapfrogging past you. But because you don't have resources, another country can take you over. That's cool. That's the way of the it's world, crazy. though, man. It's how the, how I know, but it's the way the ball bounces. We're going to, look, do you think Iran and the Middle Eastern countries have more oil than the United States? I don't know. I if don't Iran think so. Iran and Russia band together against the United States and Israel and China's with Russia, do you think we'll win? I doubt it. No, Iran's I think we I think we would win. Russia. I think we would win. Iran's and maybe okay. we would win. Okay. I don't know. I don't know and I don't care. There's a bunch of who cares? This is not this even is real stuff. You're, you're this speculating. Is World War Three. We're talking about World War Three that boring. we're about to enter into. It's boring. boring. <laughs> okay, Hank. I didn't mean to troll you. I was just wanting to know <laughs> like are anyone paying attention to these politicians that's trying to be dual citizens? Oh. With Israel and that's an interesting you bring up an interesting point like for example the Ukrainian president Ukraine is supposedly a orthodox Christian country but they have an unchristian president what so I, I kind of get all what you're Christians talking about Zionists Zionist believe all of Christians them are not believe. there's Kevin Howe is a Christian I think and he I don't think he's a Zionist yes Zionist just means you believe the Jews are to be uplifted, and if you curse them, you will be cursed. You, but you said you all Christians them, are Zionists. Most Christians probably are fine with the Zion thing, ha- Israel having their country, right? Having their little country of some sort. We're probably pro-Zion of some sort, right? But yeah, you, all, you said all Christians are, and that's not true. You're a mess. Yeah, I believe you. The ones that aren't, the ones that aren't, like, the Zionists are the Trump real patriots. Y'all call them Nazis. But I don't want them to be confused with being treated wrongly because they're saying something. But they get salad. It's yeah. like the far right can meet the far left. And once they connect, I don't think they circle. meet. I mean, some of them meet oh, the ones who yeah, are hateful. They have some of the same ideas. I know, but that doesn't, mean, that doesn't mean anything. A lot of people have the same ideas. A lot of people think the sky is blue. No, I'm saying... When you got and it sometimes is going far right, it's a circle. You can start from the modern. It's in the not a circle. Meet on the other end of the circle. I will you tell you. I will. Bar. I know that there's a lot of so-called far right people who are sympathizing with Ilhan Omar somewhat, or with the Palestinians. Yes. But right, and the Palestinian people are like Black Lives Matter types. They're like they're victimhood people. So we're gonna have a civil war in politics. And that's what's brewing, and you don't care. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't care about tr- you trying to predict the future and me trying to guess who's going to win between I'm to U.S. and future. Russia. I'm trying to bring awareness to what's going on and why we at war and can't. Get I thought you were going to. I thought you were going to bring a balanced view to what William said because William said positive things about Israel, um, some of which is just but, uh, factual. Course, and then you have some no, stuff to, to speak against. Saying, you were going to talk about Israel's importance. But instead, you said a bunch of stuff about other countries, which I get that there's some meddling in other countries, but 
whatever. Yeah, Israel Israel's important. They have the number thirty military, but we still send them three point five billion a year for ten years. It doesn't sound like that and, much. And it's it's a lot of taxpayer <laughs> money. Like I know. When they I, cry about Ukraine. My eyes glaze yeah. over when they talk about billions and trillions. I don't have any concept of what that means. All right, all right. Not that I, do, I not that I think we should or shouldn't. I just don't know. I don't, whatever. You just don't care. Yeah, I don't care. People don't know or don't care. And yeah, like, and you guys, you, you guys been telling me for alone. years, and only only a, a select few of you have been calm and sensible enough and logical enough to explain these things to uh, to me simply, so that I'm like, okay, you're probably. I think you're right. Like as would always call as. He's in, he hasn't called in about Israel, but he's talked about I'll, different I'll things, and he's and calmly. he's like sensible. But you guys are n- nuts. And then you talk about oh, poor Palestinians. Give me a break. Two. Those are Christian Palestinians. Did you know that? I've heard Bethlehem, that there are Christian Jerusalem. Palestinians. I bet you there's dumb liberals too. Everybody no, who's I'm Christian sure is not my true Christian brother. I will have you know. Yes, they are. They live in Bethlehem. The, all of those places in the West Bank was where Jesus walked. You know that. Blah, blah, blah. No, I'm kidding. That's kind oh, of interesting. Herod, <laughs> Heridium used to be 70% Christian. Now it's like 10. No, I did not spit on Palestine, Mog, Mog Johnny. I spit, <laughs> I spit on the notion, oh, poor Palestinians. I spit on that notion. But not on people or countries. You don't care. And I'm plus I'm inside yeah. the studio in Los Angeles. Let me get my. That's tube. right. That's but yeah, right. I, I spit at the notion of victimhood. Whether it's okay. whether it's the Let's Jews playing victim or the Palestinians yeah. playing victim or the whites playing victim, or the uh, or the blacks playing victim or these women or the gays or anybody. Who counts Except for me. more people in I, America? I'm the victim. <laughs> Who plays the biggest victim in America? The Jews. I don't know. Blacks are blacks are about them. blacks be crying. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm sorry. Compassion and white guilt. I hit myself upside the head guilt. for saying blacks be because that's black talk. More white guilt. Black right. History Month. We need it more. It's compassion. It's not and compassion, it's, it's, it's man. You compassion. you know better. It does. We need compassion out here. <laughs> Love. Love's the only thing that's going to win this war. The more y'all fringe up and act one way, the more people that don't think that way see it and get more. Is, it's contagious. Is love your religion? Even you. If you see your chest start being Is love racist, your religion? You'll start being more compassionate. Is love your Even religion? The more your chest get, I don't have enough melanin. I don't have enough melanin to be compassionate. Is love <laughs> your religion? <laughs> yes. yes, I love my religion. No, you, in my eyes, it's your a, religion. It's a spirituality. Caller is 100% right, says Carlotta Puig. Well, I'm glad you could de- decipher what he was saying. <laughs> but, I, hey, yeah. you don't want to, so you block it out. You wait and look for a way to jump in or something you don't agree with. But when you just say, Petui, I mean, <laughs> I don't want to hear none of that. <laughs> like, Frederick, oh, yeah, I'll talk to you theory. later. We've, we've been talking yes, too sir, long. Hey, have a great day. You too. Okay. Let's see what we can fit in here, guys.
NASA means lies in Hebrew. Just kidding. That's not true. It's fake news. It was fact-checked. It doesn't actually mean that. It means to deceive, but it doesn't, actually. You guys think it does. Commie Nonsense Network, CNN, reported on Monday, just this week, NASA, N-A-S-A, will make one of its biggest announcements ever this spring when it names the initial four-person crew for its Artemis II mission, set to return astronauts, return astronauts to the moon, which, of course, they went for the first time in 50 years. Here it is. Coming Nonsense Network, CNN exclusive. Inside the secret process to select the first astronauts for NASA's next moon mission, space's next chapter. Um, You know, a lot of you guys say the line, oh, space is fake and not morally straight, as in gay. But I don't don't believe that, but the more of these these people try to cover it, the more I see... Some fakeness and not moral straightness in it. Besides the astronauts' nationalities, details on the... What do you mean nationalities? I thought this was America. Uh, American should be their nationality. Details on the potential crew and the selection process have been shrouded in secrecy. There are, however, several qualified candidates who are generating substantial buzz. So let me show you some... Look at these. Okay, these are the top contenders. And I'm not trying to mock them. I guess it just comes naturally. Uh, from top left, we're looking at the photos of these, of these uh, eight people who are the top contenders, I guess. From left to right, Randy Bresnik, Victor Glover. He's black. Randy Bresnik. Uh, looks, I don't know what he is. Looks kind of Hispanic, but Gresnik is... Bresnik? Whatever. Jeremy Hansen, normal-looking white guy. Maybe not normal. Um, Christina Koch, K-O-C-H. That's in the top right. And then going into the bottom row, Anne McLean. She has this short haircut. Could kind of go either way. Um, Jessica Meir. Meyer. I don't know that she's the brunette with the curly hair, sort of. Uh, Stephanie Wilson, black. She looks smart. Doesn't she look smart? But she, even, though she, even if she is black. And I think that might be her natural hair, but I think it might be. But, um, and Reed Wiseman. W-I-S-E-M-A-N. So I don't know um, if these are normal whites or not, but... Those are the contenders. Uh, black guy, black gal, this person who looks Hispanic but hasn't... Whatever. And then a bunch of women. One, two, three, four. Ladies. I assume they are ladies. Going back, quote-unquote, to the moon. So you guys are going to eat your words, you moon landing denier people. Or will you? I don't know if it will prove anything. And that's in 2024 or something, 2025? I don't know when. Look at the beautiful moon shot. Is that real or is it photoshopped or both? AI generated moon landing, says Nick. Oh, yeah, I know. How are we going to be able to tell? I'm not sure if anything is real anymore. That's flight day 20. There's a man who's uh, in this, what is he, in the Space Force? Or not? 
Looks almost like fake. I don't know. With the style, you know? Moon Landing Hollywood Hoax by Stanley Kubrick. Shout out to Stanley Kubrick. Says slam free poetry. The moon is flat, says Ian. Uh, I heard that it could be. I think I heard Matt living the dream say that it could even be. Uh, show the moon again. It could even be concave. That's mind boggling. I can only picture it as a ball. Convex. Concave. You guys know what concave is? It means it's like this, like this uh, spittoon. When you go inside of it, it's a cave, concave, like a cave. Here, let me show me. <laughs> like a spittoon, it kind of goes whoosh, whoosh, like this. Whoosh. Anyway, concave. Oh, and you guys know. Two. That's me spitting for the diversity in NASA. So phony. Ridiculous. Speaking of space, wow. Uh, I didn't plan this. It's just God planned it, I guess. Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill is Luke Skywalker. And were you surprised that he was a liberal? Or did you know that he was a liberal? Uh, Hassan, Hassan, you can join me. I did not know. So he said there was a clip floating around that he said that Ukraine is the first sovereign nation invaded since World War II. And then some people are like, well, you ever heard of Iraq? Because I suppose we invaded Iraq. And how about America invaded by the illegal invaders and many others? But I guess that's a difference of opinion. He once tweeted a bunch of times, gay, 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 That might have been not have been all of the gays that he put in that tweet. Apparently attacking the what the liberals called, and many of us, the don't say gay bill in Florida, protecting the young, young, young kids from gay propaganda. What else do I have? What do I have from uh, Mark Hamill? Do I have any of his tweets? Yeah. There he is. Oh, by the way, he was the voice of Joker in Batman the Animated Series. He did a great Joker face. Not face. Joker voice. I did not know that. I mean, I did not know it was him when I was into uh, Batman the Animated Series as a kid and high schooler. Believe in yourself, work hard, never give up, and anything's possible. Or kick back, relax, and aim low. You'll never be disappointed. I ignore all DMs. He's a liberal. He has 5.2 million followers. And, uh, let's see. He liked Sleepy Joe Biden, saying, proud of what we've gotten done together, VP. And he's, like, hugging, cackling Kamala Harris. You're pretty good with this, uh, Hassan, because I have a bunch of tweets in there. And then he did this hashtag Slava Ukraini, whatever that is. Embarrassing. So he jumped on the Ukraine bandwagon. And he's, he's old. He's fat. He's an old, fat Bama man. That's a reference to Hook. It has nothing to do with Mark Hamill, except that he is old and fatter. He's, he tweeted about the tire, Nichols, Tyree Nichols. Um, it is shocking to see the, a routine traffic stop. It was not a routine traffic stop, I don't think. Not if this... It was not a tra- routine traffic stop. It is shocking to see a routine traffic stop escalate. Oh, the traffic stop, stop escalated. It wasn't 
tire escalating, tire escalated. And yeah, I suppose maybe the black cops escalated too. Beyond out of control and an on-camera murder by five out-of-control police officers. Beyond heartbreaking, not just for Tyree Nichols and his family and loved ones, but for our entire nation. Hashtag appalling injustice. So, come on. That doesn't seem accurate. First of all, what I saw, I didn't see, I didn't see a murder. You could maybe charge some of them with murder. Maybe they were with too much gusto punching the guy and kicking him. Uh, it's all I have time for. It's all I have time for. He's anti-gun. He was tripping about uh, the 2020 election, according to Big Bump, which I totally believe. He's talking about mass shootings. It's funny that he like it's the truth is right in front of him with the black violence, but uh, oh yeah, some ladies. Oh, ban assault weapons. Make gun manufacturers liable. I think she means liable. Require gun owners to carry insurance and make premiums expensive. Raise cost of ammunition to $100 a bullet. That's a woman. Mark Hamill's kind of a woman at heart, too. I forget what the point of this uh, J.K. Rowling tweet, but he liked a J.K. Rowling tweet that said, citation needed... In response to some lady saying, I'm more of a woman than J.K. Rowling will, Rowling will ever be. And I wonder if that's a transgender, because they call J.K. Rowling a turf, Trans-exclusionary radical feminist. What a mess. Uh, guys, this has been the Hake Report. Next week I'll have to get to this transgender... No, you're pro- maybe I won't even touch the transgender parent thing. Uh, thanks for joining me, guys. Uh, the... F- Fallen State's coming up in an hour or so. Nick's stream at 4 p.m. Church with Jesse Lee Peterson at, on Sunday. Hope, pray for his voice. <laughs> uh, and here's some music, Early in the Morning, by David Meese. Hope you enjoy it. And adios, America. Bye. a good young king came by early in the morning hope soared nearly to the sky early in the morning yet that first hope nearly died with so little warning good young king was crucified
Yeah.